People of the world, welcome to Send It Rising Live. It is, in fact, 1031 on this December 13th. If you're listening on the 13th, I love you. If you're listening after the fact, I love you too. Did you know that uh, we are in the midst of a very chaotic sort of a moment? A lot of executives are leaving major social media companies. Jack Dorsey with Twitter deciding to say, you know what? We're done here. He's out. Jack Dorsey's resignation alongside all of these other Facebook execs leaving. Very interesting stuff. That's our main story of the day. We're going to dive into that. We're also going to be talking about how Indian PM Narendra Modi was hacked and 73.4 million followers of the country. Um, he basically said that he was going to send out a bunch of Bitcoin. Um, we don't know when world leaders are actually saying what they're saying. Um, welcome to 2021 and 2022. YouTube looks to highlight places mentioned in videos, ads, collections to help sort subscriptions. We'll see how relevant that particular article happens to be. Facebook is launching a new tool for live stream creators, including links in streams and additional stream guests. So Facebook um, and all of the major players are now um, dealing with, um, what's the word? Describe it. Uh, different benefits for live streamers. They're all trying to get the live streamers to use their platform and not the others. Facebook executives are blaming society for COVID misinformation as opposed to taking responsibility themselves. And finally, uh, Facebook is going to have live chat support for people who are locked out of their account. Can you even believe it? Main story of the day, Jack Dorsey stepping down as the Twitter CEO, um, giving him more time to spend on Bitcoin, whatever that means. Dorsey, according to Fool.com, stepped down from his position as Twitter CEO last week, sparking speculation the crypto enthusiast would now dedicate himself entirely to Bitcoin. That's speculation. We don't really know. I think a lot of these tech CEOs and Zuckerberg, if he's smart, are going to leave the companies um, because the liability is too much. They are so very liable for the ways that these companies go. You can have billions of dollars and you can have the best legal defense in history, but going to court is kind of like being in prison. Um, if you are absolutely stuck in a ridiculous court battle, um, it's it's like you're imprisoned. It's, your time is not your own. Um, and they may always get off because they've got a million different um, they've got a million different uh, lawyers that are going to protect them. And you know, billionaires never go to jail and this sort of thing. But at the end of the day, if you wake up and you have to testify in front of the Congress, what is the spiritual, karmic, emotional uh, price of that? I would argue it is quite steep. Um, and so Dorsey um, might just go, you know, I have more money than I'll ever, ever, ever need, more money than an entire city would ever need, um, small city, that is. And, uh, you know, he's out. So people are speculating as to what he's going to go do. Quote, if I were not at Square, this is Dorsey or Twitter, I'd be working on Bitcoin. If it needed more help than Square and Twitter, I would leave them for Bitcoin. Okay, sure. According to the article, just days after the announcement, Square, the other company, Dorsey Leeds, said it would change its name to Block to better reflect the company's activities. Block is a payment and commerce solution provider. I get it. Okay, fine. Um, so according to the article, Bitcoin maximalists are people who would choose the granddaddy of cryptocurrencies over all others. Dorsey, for example, thinks Bitcoin could be the future currency of the internet. Well, I think that's very fair. Um, he said he would never buy Ethereum. I don't know. Um, him stepping down, I think Twitter is the most problematic, uh, if that makes sense. Um, owning Twitter or being the founder creator of, of sites like Twitter, um, and Facebook means that you're just, you're always in the public eye. Um, there's a lot of liability there and it makes a lot of sense to me, to me that he would step down from that. The other thing too, is 
you have to choose when you step down carefully. Um, for most of us, proletariat, middle class, even upper class people, um, it's like you can leave a company and not feel like you're going to be summoned to the guillotine sometime in the future for things you did while you were running the company. But for these companies, you absolutely, um, I mean, I cannot imagine a scenario where these, these uh, presidents don't think about public reaction to things they did under their tenure. They're less likely to be um, charged, but if they are no longer the president, they no longer have the power. So I think a lot of them stay in these positions of power because they're afraid of what would happen if they were no longer in these positions of power. Um, and that weakening is kind of scary. And so Dorsey stepping down from Twitter um, opens him up to, you know, back in 2020, when you were the CEO of Twitter, here are all these things that happened. And now he doesn't have um, the power of Twitter to fight back. Um, so I, I think there's some fear there for these billionaires. Um, I know it's ridiculous to say fear and billionaire at the same time, but they're human. And uh, this is uh, a natural extension of that humanity. But big news, Dorsey's done. He's out. Twitter resignation. A lot of top executives who covered this recently. Facebook executives jumping ship. Um, there are There has been a societal change in the way that we are judging social media platforms. We used to think that they were the greatest thing since sliced bread. And now we're all going, you know what? These are actually really problematic. Um, and uh, there's a lot of issues here and data mining and a lot of the stuff that just wasn't even an issue five years ago is uh, very uh, front and center. Um, I've been saying that politicians would be elected based on the way they, they handle and talk about social media, not talk through social media, but literally talk about it, uh, privacy, et cetera, for, for a while now. And so unsurprising that this is the way it goes. Moving on, um, Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi hacked Twitter account, told 73.4 million followers that the country would distribute 500 Bitcoins among its citizens. The Indian government has been the target of more than 30,000 cyber attacks so far this year. I recently listened to a podcast on uh, Reply All, uh, Gimlet Media, I want to say, and uh, this, this journalist received a call from one of those scammers that says, you know, we're Mac service technicians and you have a virus and give us your credit card information. We'll, 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 you know, remove the virus from your system. And he goes literally ends up in India, talks to these people, um, in the wildest, uh, sort of investigation I've heard of in forever. But, um, there are, I mean, I don't know about you, but I get scam calls all the time. Um, and, uh, it's just wild. And so unsurprising to me that, uh, that PM Narendra Modi's, um, Twitter account got hacked unsurprising to me that it ended up in, um, sort of a scam deal. Um, the tweet said that India had bought 500 Bitcoins and would distribute them. Um, of course this, you know, they're trying to make money off this Modi's Twitter account, uh, 73 million followers was quote, very briefly compromised. The matter was escalated to Twitter and the account has uh, been immediately secured, um, you got to wonder how quickly um, Twitter <laughs> responds to, I don't know, the Indian government. Isn't that wild? Can you imagine working at Twitter and someone calls you up and they say, this is the office of the prime minister of India? Um, you know, do you believe them? You know, like, that's so wild. Like, how do you confirm that you are who you actually are in 2021? Um, the hoax tweet said that India had, quote, officially accepted Bitcoin as legal tender and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, please be cognizant of... Uh, the fact that just because it's coming from a legitimate account, um, it does not mean that it is legitimate um, or an accurate statement from that particular government entity. Moving right along, YouTube looks to highlight places mentioned in videos. This is interesting to me, but also scary. 
because if you're trying to not let folks know where you are, you know, here you go. Uh, YouTube's testing out a new option that automatically provides a new link format for any places mentioned within YouTube clips, while it will also now enable creators to edit auto chapters with text descriptions. Places mentioned according to socialmedia.com could be a big one for businesses as described by YouTube. Quote this new feature within the video description box will give users an easy and engaging way to find out about places mentioned in a video. If you own a restaurant, this makes a lot of sense. If you're a six-year-old who's talking about the park you like to go to, it does not. Uh, YouTube notes that up and till now, creators have had to add in text links to add information about places mentioned in the video. The new feature automatically enables a visual link. Okay. So yes, um, very, very cool with the exception of very, very dangerous. Um, if I know, um, let's say they're talking about the Great Wall of China, but this is a very specific spot in the Great Wall of China. And then there's this neat sort of link to knowing exactly where they're at. That's cool. Um, if uh, you, they are in Paris and there's this amazing coffee house and you should really go here and they're talking about it and then boom, you can see that it's you know close to the hotel you're staying at as you're watching a YouTube video from your Parisian hotel room. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, again, like I mentioned before, if you are, you know, a lot of these YouTube creators are young, a 15 year old, 18 year old, and they're like, oh yeah, I went here, I did that, I did this. And you know how people are, you know that we have to deal with, um, unfortunately, uh, folks with very little willpower on the planet um, who do um, horrifying things. You know, the reason we have security guards is because there's violence. You know what I mean? If we could all just figure it out, not resort to violence, um, as a culture, we can get rid of a lot of these um, stumbling blocks. Um, peace now. Yes, just me. Peace now. So anyway, um, YouTube looking to highlight places mentioned in videos. Keep an eye on it because if you don't want folks to know where you're at, it's going to have to be something that you have to uh, at least learn a little bit about. Another article from Social Media Today. Facebook launches new tools for live stream creators, including links in streams and additional stream guests. Before we get into this, um, there is a war raging right now um, between Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, probably Snapchat, Twitch, et cetera, streaming platforms that are looking to get content creators onto their platform. They really, 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 really want those audiences. Um, it turns out that we have become the NBC. We, have, we are CNBC. We are Fox News. Um, we are um, channels. And uh, because we hold the power, because we have the audiences, they want us. Facebook's making a big push ahead of the holiday, according to socialmediatoday.com, to maximize opportunities for creators and help them reach more people during the break period. This is a big deal. A lot of people are tuning in over the break. A lot of people not working. They're sitting around. They're on their phones. Um, Facebook explains, quote, we recently launched a new design for Facebook Live on desktop and mobile to make it easier for creators to go live. We've simplified the navigation menu so you can more easily access the insights and tools you need before and during your live broadcast. Additional engagement features. Um, what are they? So you can do links. There's live shopping. Uh, Facebook is also enabling live stream poll creation on mobile devices. Um, just a lot of different ways. Um, three additional guests is going to be an option. So imagine four blocks on the phone. Uh, you're one of them. There are three others. So there you go. Live stream notifications um, is showing up to Facebook stories to help improve stream discovery by highlighting them within the stories bar at the top of the newsfeed. Fascinating stuff. So there you have it. Facebook executive blames society for COVID misinformation. This is from Axios 
Facebook.com, longtime Facebook veteran Andrew Bosworth insists that political and COVID-19 misinformation are societal problems rather than issues that have been magnified by social networks. I think for a lot of people that work at places like Facebook, this is what they say, but in their inside voice, or this is what they say around the water cooler. They talk to each other about how, you know, look, it's society and Facebook uses our tool and the fact that um, they are not doing um, doing it correctly. Um, oh, Brad Hess, talk in detail about your thoughts regarding the final five laps of the Formula One race yesterday. <laughs> Thank you, Brad, for stopping by in comments. You know, we love you, Brad Hess, Ace Handyman Services of Summerlin. So what's the deal? Um I think internally at places like Facebook, um, you have uh, dialogues where people say, you know what, it's not us, it's society, it's not us, it's society, it's not us, it's society. Um, this is why Dorsey and, and other Facebook executives jump ship because you can't say that. People don't want to hear that. Um, I can say it, um, but uh, most people, you know, like if you work at Facebook, you can't say, hey guys, you're violent. You know what I mean? It's not my responsibility that you're racist and violent and prejudiced and you can't, you know, because everyone's going to go, uh, no, you need to, you're making all the money and you need to censor and regulate and police your social media platform so that nobody gets hurt or shut it down. Uh, nobody wants to hear that they're the problem. Um, I don't post hateful things online. You know what I mean? Like, who, who are these people? Um, Critics say Facebook and other social networks have played a significant role in vaccine hesitancy and the spread of political misinformation. Again, from Axios, quote, individual humans are the ones who choose to believe or not believe a thing. They are the ones who choose to share or not share a thing, Bosworth said in an interview. And it wouldn't surprise me, Bosworth, he's a meta CTO, gets canned for this sort of thing. You know, you're not supposed to say this. Quote, I don't feel comfortable at all saying they don't have a voice because I don't like what they said. Um... This is like an engineer talking, you know what I mean? Not a PR executive. He's a CTO. That's so funny. Of course he's a CTO. So the chief technical officer, you know, pops on and, and goes, hey, man, it's the users. And all the engineers are like, yeah, it's the users. And everyone at Facebook is like, yeah. And then meanwhile, everyone outside of Facebook is thinking, uh, yeah, no, not so much. I mean, what do you think the meta CTO makes per year? You know, what do you think his salary is? Um and the thing is, he's not wrong. It's just that it doesn't resonate well. It's not a good PR message to, to say, you know, you're the problem. Because at the end of the day, you, quote, uh, is the customer. I mean, what are you going to yell at the, the user? It's like if you're a teacher and you have a problem student, you're never allowed to say that. You can say it at home. You can say it to the other teachers in the staff meeting. Or not in the staff meeting, but like in over lunch, right? But you can never, ever blame a student. It's always the teacher's fault right? You're not teaching them well, right? You need to change your, your, your pedagogical understanding is not where it needs to be. Um, and because you can't blame, you just can't, it's just the way it goes. Um, if you're in a position of authority, uh, you can't blame the people that aren't, um, and not expect blowback. And so this to me is just a social gaffe. Um, because, uh, yes, obviously people are spreading COVID misinformation, but you own the platform. You're making the money. You decide what goes out and what doesn't. And so um, this notion of free speech um, is, uh, is why Parler is growing so quickly. Um, but I think by and large, people don't want, uh, you know, Facebook to be used to spread hate and misinformation. 
tell me I'm wrong. YouTube.com forward slash send it rising. You can join us for the live chat. Uh, little chat box is right there, upper right-hand corner. Ask me any questions. You can troll me. You can do whatever you want if you join us live. 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, youtube.com forward slash Standard Rising. Facebook finally has live chat support for people who are locked out of their accounts. I used Facebook live chat the other day to figure out that uh, we've been spending roughly $50 a month for a client um, on Facebook ads for years now. And I, I, I couldn't account for it. It didn't make any sense. And I, I got someone uh, via Facebook chat to help me solve that problem. So hooray, there is a way to communicate with Facebook. There should be a way to communicate with Facebook. There were people that were complaining that you had to buy an Oculus headset to get a human being on the, on the line. I don't care if they're a chat box. I care if they're a chat bot, but I don't care if I need to use a chat box to speak with a human being. As long as I'm communicating with an actual human being, it's fine. So TheVerge.com reports, despite eagerly participating in a platform versus platform war of escalating financial incentives to attract creators, one area where critics have said Facebook meta Instagram is lacking is in the ability to provide basic support for those online stars. That is 100% correct. Facebook has is notorious for having poor support unless you're spending money via Facebook ads, whether that's through community moderation and page management tools, blah, blah, blah. So they're trying to change that. They did a small test of live chat support for English speaking creators in the US who don't have an assigned relationship manager. That way these mid-tier internet stars can get a quick response. This just goes to show that they know that there is a ton a ton of money to be made, a ton of money to be made with live streaming. I've sang it before, I'll sang it again. Um, everyone wants these live streamers. So in case you're wondering where the money is, um, I'm live streaming, obviously, um, and you can too. I use Restream. You can check that out if you want. Um, it's the holiday season, guys and gals. I hope you're enjoying your holiday season. I hope things are winding down at work for you. Um, let's recap the news, shall we? Jack Dorsey uh, leaving, Facebook executives leaving. Why? Because they see the writing on the wall. Nobody wants to be in the crosshairs. And the new favorite target of politicians is uh, billionaires, executives, um, and people that spread misinformation or allow the spread of misinformation. Um, they were the wunderkind, you know, back in the day, these um, tech CEOs and everyone loved them and they're great, but they're just regular old billionaires now. And uh, people's taste has definitely changed um, and their thoughts about them has definitely changed. A lot of hatred in people's hearts um, for these billionaires and they are trying to step out of the line of fire, um, not just um, the top level either. Very interesting to see this kind of um, unfold. Indium PM Narendra Modi's Twitter account hacked. Just don't believe what you see. I don't care if it's from a legitimate account. You got to be real skeptical nowadays. Nowadays, YouTube looks to highlight places. Uh, be cognizant that if you mention a place in your video, it may start appearing. Um, if you have children, that sort of stuff, stay safe out there. Facebook launching a new tool for live stream creators. Of course they are, because everyone's launching new tools for live stream creators. But um, live streams are going to, going to become more interactive. So polls and um, a million different things that uh, can happen on the live stream. Uh, raise money, feature a link, all this sort of stuff. It's going to be... Uh, it's actually surprising to me that it doesn't currently have that option, but they're going to be able to say, hey, check out this link, and then the live streamers can open up a link, and that sort of stuff is going to be very interesting. should tell my sister about it. Facebook executives blame society for COVID. Oops, not something you say out loud. And finally, Facebook um, has live chat support. Cool. Good for them. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show for today. You know I love you. Thanks so much for swinging by the show. I hope um, your day is going swimmingly, and we will talk to you all next time. Bye for now.